Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's B-Side. This is the late show that we make available for patrons each week or as often as we possibly can. I'm your host, as always, Adam Proctor, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Amy Therese. Hi, Adam. Hi, lovely, sweet, dear, wonderful patrons. How are you? So many flowery adjectives for the patrons out there. Yeah, thanks again to all the patrons for listening in. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we brought you a B-side, but last week, uh, in lieu of an actual B-side, we brought you an extra episode, and we're going to continue doing that into the coming weeks. We are expanding our operations here at Dead Punnett Society. We've got a lot of really exciting things coming down the line, and uh, we've got some video content coming as well. I don't know, uh, Amy, did you see the, you saw the video teaser, yeah? What'd you think of that? We, we have some cool little waveforms and uh, we're going to be producing some clips hand-selected by Amy and myself that we think are really essential for promoting our politics, like short little digestible three- or four-minute clips, things that might go viral on Twitter or Facebook, and address some of the really pressing questions, I think, that face the socialist movement today. And the first one we produced was with Amber Ali Frost, where we talked about the difference between class and classism. And Amy, you had some pretty interesting things to say about that. I do. Did I? What? <laughs> Me? Who? Never. Yeah, you, you, you spit some fire on the difference between class and classism. And anyway, uh, look out for those video explainers. Those little teasers are going to be coming your way. And as patrons, I know you love the wor- you love the politics, the message that we do here at Dead Pondit Society. You think our guests are fire. And so if you see those, like, share, retweet, email them out. Get them in the hands of the people who need the politics and the knowledge going forward. And uh, as some of you will know by now, we are launching into a new funding drive, a new fun- funding pitch, fund drive. Uh, we're asking for your money, people. We need your support here on Dead Punnett Society in order to keep us up and running. It's a brave new world out there. The elections are behind us. Thank God. And uh, But that means we're, 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 we're honing in on 2020 in a very serious way. And going into 2020, we're going to need to up our, our level of politics. The democratic socialist movement is on the upsurge, but uh, I'd say we still have quite a ways to go in order to catch up to the level of the kind of broad progressive coalition that's formed. I mean, I've been really impressed with what the, the Young Turks have done, for example. Wishy-washy progressives that they are. Uh, would you agree, Amy, with that with that assessment? I would disagree with the notion that they're wishy-washy. Oh, not like that's they're progressives. Yes, they're true. left liberals, right? Yeah. So, on a piece of paper, in terms of a theoretic debate, they're not Marxists. They're not even socialists. Yeah. Like yeah. they will happily and verbally um, endorse capitalism right here, right now. Um, right. And we could shit the bed and um, pretend that that's some kind of deal breaker but literally the media infrastructure that that coalition has been forming for the better part of a decade Mm. is really substantive and absolutely is really taking hold not just as a media infrastructure but as a sort of you know 
political hub that has kind of a great degree of dynamism in terms of feeding into politics and generating sort of accountability and buzz and, you know, they're sort of like playing a very critical fourth estate role that we on the left, I think, would right. be really well advised to attempt to start to build and complement for ourselves. On that particular note, it was quite interesting at Politicon, we can remain totally agnostic on the event, but there was one particular panel entitled, Should We Be Socialists? Should mm. um, right. And it was really interesting. It sounds ironic, but none of the panelists were socialists as such. I think perhaps someone like Kyle Kal- oh, so the people on it were one of the daily costs people, perhaps Armando Koss. Mm-hmm. It so was. He was like yeah. the, the, the closest to the center. Right. The founder and then there, of Daily Koss. Yeah. yeah. Um, so him, and then there was Kyle Kalinsky, Anna, Anna Kasparian. Kasparian. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then there was sort of like a third-way liberal Democrat from, I believe, Georgia. And uh, who was the other politician? I can't remember. So there are a couple of politicians, Amanda, Anna Kasparian, Kyle Kalinsky. And basically, what the, with the exception of perhaps Koss, although none of them are socialists themselves, literally every single one said they want socialists being the sort of the more developed or influential wing from which they can be sort of getting pressured if that makes any sense. So despite the fact that none of them were like, yes, I, I want to, you know, as of tomorrow, endorse a socialist position, what they were saying is, look, we are happy to have the primary influences, the push, the drive, the intellectual and policy force coming from the socialists, which if you look throughout history, much of the parties that called themselves socialists achieved political reforms that were obviously not ones that overtoppled capitalism, but it is like the ongoing influence of socialists within an ostensibly liberal political framework. Like That is the role for socialists to play, right? And so the, I think what we need to be starting to do is really developing those critical and substantive um, media formations in order to be able to provide that policy and political push so that people like Anna Kasparian's, your Kyle Kalinske's and other incredibly effective progressive cheerleaders, which is what they are, like they're not visionaries in terms of long-term picture that we share in terms of, you know, democratizing the workplace, but They are progressive cheerleaders who are openly saying we are happy to be pushed in that direction. And I think it would be an incredible wasted opportunity if we on the left didn't step up and attempt to build that media and policy infrastructure to be able to do that. Right. That's right on. I mean, it's important uh, to note as well that, Amy, that you've raised and we've talked about in previous B-sides and the conversation that I had with a couple of New York City DSA activists around the election of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the then Cynthia Nixon candidacy. 
uh, for New York State gubernatorial Democratic primary. It's not just the media wing, right, as we all well know by now, although the Young Turks sort of started off as this kind of, I don't know, plucky kind of, uh, I don't know, moralizing. Jenk uh, is a really interesting figure. He's obviously a, an inspired dude. He's talented in his own way, but he's a little silly at times. But uh, but he has he has founded a, a media empire and it's become a center of gravity for people who who are pushing for these kind of principled progressive policies. And no, they're not socialists. They're not even democratic socialists. They're certainly not these like to the barricades like Marxist Leninists, right? But um, they have launched into the policy realm in a really powerful way. And I'm talking about the Justice Democrats. And, you know, we can champion Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as a democratic socialist all we want. And I think she is one. And we should support her as much as we can. She's going to be embattled. It's just her and Taleb and Kong in uh, the House of Representatives right now who are going to be upholding that banner. But at the same time, it wasn't. We didn't do that. The progressives did that. The Justice Democrats did that. And right now, just to kind of come back to it, the progressives are kicking our ass when it comes to effective policy platforms, producing analysis of elections, being being way ahead of the game in terms of getting in on the ground at the very early stages of primary races to be sure that when there are candidates on the ballot come election day in November 2018, November 2020, that come that day, there will be good progressives, even socialists on the ballot to choose from. Because as we all well know, like going to the ballot box and holding your nose to vote for a shitty neoliberal Democrat to keep out the fucking right wing fascists, it sucks and nobody wants to do it. And moreover, like it's just not going to succeed. And to prefigure the, the, the conversation we're going to have about the election results in it very briefly, we're going to talk about the election results. It didn't work in a lot of places. The neoliberal Democrats were not successful in their senatorial campaigns. And so that just brings us back to the original points. We here at Dead Pun Society are large, are a part of a larger uh, media political ecosystem. We're not the only voices out there. There are a lot of very good ones, uh, but we think that our particular role, uh, the one that we play on the left, is really essential. And we're going to be expanding that role in the coming weeks and months, and we can't do it without your support. So uh, the patrons out there have taken up the call. Uh, we are echoing our comrades across the ocean to uh, in Novara Media, I should say. Uh, we're encouraging folks to donate one hour's worth of their wage per month to our operations here at Dead Pundit Society to keep this ball rolling. We're growing, we're expanding rapidly, and uh, you're going to be hearing some new voices and some new shows on the podcast very soon. As I mentioned, we're going to be doing videos and explainers and all the rest of it. We're, we're, we're branching out, trying to have a real impact going into 2020. But we can't do without your support. And several of our patrons have already taken up on this offer. They have so generously and amazingly taken us up on this pitch for solidarity. And they have increased their patron contribution to one hour's worth of their wage per month. And uh, going to be giving shout outs to those folks by name next week. This concludes your free teaser of this week's B-Side. Head over to patreon.com slash deadpundits and subscribe today to hear the rest of this episode and to double your DPS pleasure each week.